Amen. And God's got a blessing with my name on it. How many of you know that can't nobody get your blessing but you? But you got to be in place to get your blessing. You got to be in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing to get your blessing. So we bless the Lord. We bless the Lord. At this time, we're going to move into the word of God. Amen. And it's, it's always exciting to, you know, you, you know some, when she speaks, I, I always, I'm always resting with anticipation, just saying, I wonder what God is going to say today through Minister Dendy. But we are learning that not only does God have his hand on her, but as she surrenders to his will, that God is beginning to speak louder and louder. So we are just grateful for another opportunity to hear from Minister Dendy and allow the Lord to speak to us through her heart, through her study, through her diligence. So we're going to ask that you rest to your feet. And just come on and let's just give God some praise. Come on, let's just give God some praise. Come on and bless him. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Here we see Minister Brenda Dendy. First, I'd just like to give honor to God who's the head of my life and to everyone that's assembled here in your places and give honor to my bishop, my brother. This time, I can't blame it on my bishop, my brother. I have to blame it on the Lord. I'm going to say I've been placed here today for divine purpose to bring you the word. So, you know, we're talking about Esther, but just before we go into Esther, I'm going to say to you when I was reading Esther, I had to say that I am Esther. I don't want anyone to take it personal or to misunderstand, but I struggled with this when I was trying to study and put this together. Why is this message being given to me? But because I have been placed in a position to do the Lord's will. Not that I am anybody special or that I have anything that you don't have, but I have been placed in place to do the will of the Lord, and I have been in place to work with my bishop. So today, I'm going to speak to you as I am Esther, with a royal position, Mm. a royal position. So, you know, hallelujah. As the story, you know, it relates to all of us because Esther was no different from the you or I. She had some struggles also. As a child, you know, her parents, something happened to her parents, you know, so then she had to be placed in the home of her cousin who raised her as a child. But before we get into that story, I want you to look at the characters from the story of Esther. We have... 
Queen Vashanti, we have the king, we have Haman, who's the prime minister, and we have Mordecai, and we also have Esther. And they each have their own special roles that they play. Esther, if you look at Esther, she symbolizes the symbol of the spirit of our heart. Our heart is how we get connected with God. It's how things operate. If you look at Mordecai, he would symbolize like the Holy Spirit because he's guiding her as to the things that she needs to do and how to do it. And if you look at the king, the king is a man like men that we deal with on this earthly basis who sometimes step out of line. But we're going to get to that a little bit later. But if you look at Haman and Mordecai, you see that there was a battle going on with them because Mordecai refused to bow. Amen. And sometimes we battle in life because of circumstances. We battle because the way we look, the way we act. I don't speak to you. I don't smile. I wish I could give you this message with my eyes closed, but you just have to accept the message the way God has given it to me. I don't want to offend anyone, but I have to give it to you the way God gave it to me. And sometimes I look, and I, I and like I said, I am misunderstood because of who I am and because of the position that I hold. But once you get to know me, I think you can kind of accept me a little bit better, but you have to get to know me. So again, my royal position. You know, but we were all born with the royal position, you know, because the story of Esther, it deals with the sinful nature that we all have been thrown. And it all goes back to Genesis, the fall of man. In the garden, Adam and Eve had control of everything. But because Eve made a wrong choice listening to Satan, you know, Satan is the flesh, and flesh is what gets us into trouble. But anyway, you know, flesh is what keeps us from not moving forward. And as I'm speaking to the women, we have a struggle with the flesh because sometimes our flesh gets in the way. And when Adam and Eve was in the garden, you know, there was a disconnect from God. And they got caught up in trying to do their own way. So when you're dealing with flesh, emotions get involved, and you're not dealing with the Holy Spirit. So that's the struggle that we have today. But anyway, let me just get to my story. You know, I am so grateful that I have this opportunity to stand here, and I am honored that the women thought enough of me to bring you this message today. I hope you still feel the same way when my message is over. <laughs> 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 well, uh, but anyway, we know, um, let me just say a prayer, because I just wanted to get that out before I, I go any further, you know, I, I felt that, you know, when I was praying, you know, I kept saying, God, I don't want to do this, but, you know, a leg lady and I had a conversation, she said, the ladies have voted you in, so the job is on you. I'm like, leg lady, I don't want to do it. She said, well, I can't tell you what to do but I think you should do it, so I'm here today. So let's just take a moment to pray. 
Lord, I just want to thank you for this day to stand here. I ask God that you remove me out of the way, Lord, and allow your will to be done, Lord, and let this message be a blessing to someone else as well as a blessing to me, Lord. You know what we as women stand in need of, God, and you are able to provide it right now, Lord. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Again, like I said, Esther teaches us, you know, some principles in life, how to live as a Christian. You know, if we in Christians, we want to have some struggles in life. But if we read the story of Esther, she shows us a lot of stuff. You know, we look at Esther, she's a woman that has a lot of courage. She has a lot of faith, and I believe she's committed. But if you read the story of Esther, you don't hear any mention of God at all. You just have to read in between the line and sense that God is in the midst somewhere. But if we look at our lives sometimes, we are battling stuff and we are going through. And sometimes we feel like God is not in the midst of the story. But God has not left us out there, you know. Whatever we are dealing with, God is in our presence also. Sometimes he just has to do some things in order to get us connected. But I understand also after reading the story of Esther that in life, there are going to be circumstances, there are going to be a choice that you need to make, and there will be consequences. And we have to accept those things as they come. Just like, if, you know, with Queen Vashanti, she made a choice. When the king called out for her to come and make this royal command, put on your royal crown and come show off your beauty to all of his noblemen and all of his friends, she refused that unrighteous command. If you look at it, you could think of a love relationship that has gone wrong. Because sometimes as women, we in relationships, and a man can kind of talk to you any old kind of way, he can disrespect you, and he expects you to, you know, to accept that. But as a woman of God, you don't have to accept that, because you can make a choice. Our creed tells us, choose you this day whom ye will serve. So you can choose evil or you can choose good. You have a choice how you will allow people to talk to you and to treat you. You know, Esther has so many messages that she gives you. You know, Esther teaches you how to approach situations. She lets you also know that certain things have to have order. You just can't do things without them being direct in order according to the will of God. But again, you know, men will be men, drinking and, you know, having a good time. They think the world belongs to them, but the world will be nothing without a woman, as James Brown says. So women, you have to know your worth. You have to know the Esther in you. You have to know that God created you as a queen. But because of the situation that happened in the Garden of Eden, you don't have to remain that you're not important, that you're not special. There's a queen in you, but you have to choose. I will not allow John, James, Harry, or anybody to disrespect me. You have to make a choice, you have to make a decision, and you have to be okay. Sometimes when you make that choice, you know, it may cause you to lose out on something. Queen Vashanti, she lost out. But I'm sure 
she was probably in a bad situation, so maybe it was meant for her to get out of that situation. But what Queen Bashanti did, it had to happen. So in life, some things are gonna have to happen. Expect it, you know, if Queen Bashanti had not done what she did, Esther would not have received her royal throne. Hello? She made a choice to not come out and be disrespected, so next in line was a blessing for Esther. Are you next in line for a blessing? Do you need a blessing? We just heard the song that God's got a blessing for you. You know, there's work in the kingdom of God for all of us to do. We all have gifts, we all have different callings, you know. We all have been placed here for a reason and a purpose. My reason may not be the same as yours. Your position may not be royal considered to you, but it's all considered royal to God as long as we're getting the kingdom of God done. So again, don't sit back on your gifts, you know. Use what you have been given to do the will of God. But again, if you look on at the story, Esther prepares us how to get our, our life together. She teaches us we need to be correct mentally, spiritually, and morally. And the only way we can do those things is by fasting and praying. If you don't study your word, if you don't fast, and if you don't pray, and if you don't give over some things to God, your life is going to be confused. Ask me how I know, because I've been faced with some challenges in my life for a while now. You don't need to know what it is, but I've been faced with a problem. But I've never given up on God. My faith has been extended because I know the God that I serve will bring deliverance to my situation. Just like Esther was to bring deliverance to her people who were in bondage, because she knew God would help her get the job done. You know... Sometimes we let that sinful nature get in the way, you know. When, when the flesh keeps in, we become angry, we become bitter, we hold malice. You know, we, we, we don't get along with each other, we fight, and there's a battle going on. But in order to win this battle for Christ, we have to let some stuff go. The flesh has to die. And the only way the flesh is going to die, if we put it on the cross and bury it, Flesh is what's keeping us from building the kingdom of God. Flesh comes to tear down, to kill, and to destroy. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we the women had a meeting. There were some things that went on that we didn't necessarily agree, we didn't understand. But all that stuff now I understand had to occur in order for us to get a better understanding of each other. And the only way that we can grow is that we learn each other. Yes. Learning each other means knowing how you operate, how I operate. And when we're learning each other, we have to understand that we're also dealing with different cultures, yes. different beliefs. Again, like I said, this message is for me because I'm misunderstood because I'm a funny kind of person. I don't like to be touched, I don't like to be hugged, and I don't like to be kissed. It's not that I think I'm grand or better, but that's just who I am. And when we learn to accept people for who they are, we won't have situations or issues. We have an understanding. When we have an understanding, we can develop a relationship. When we get a relationship, we can grow. So I hope that you take what I'm saying to you that 
I'm nobody special. I have nothing against no one, but that's just the way I've been made up, you know. So again, let me just put this out on the table. Today, I had a conversation with Sister Sonia. She asked me a question if I had an issue with her. She asked me if she could kiss me. And I'm sharing this with you because I want you to see how sincere I am about this situation. She asked me, can I give you a hug? And I said to her, no. I explained to her what I just explained to you. I'm not that type of individual. I said to her, I'm a person strictly about business. I'm here to do the Lord's will. And I said to her, it's all about kingdom building. I said, we can work together. We can do what needs to be done in the Lord's house to achieve the will of God. And that's why we all are here today, to get the kingdom of God built. But, you know, again, if you're looking at the story, for such a time as this is our theme, there will be some situations that will arise that we don't understand. Just like all of the transferring from 111 to 1122, there was a reason behind it. It had to happen. It had to happen. We grumbled and we mumbled, but we hear it's working out. In life, there will be some things that we clearly don't understand, but we never know how God is using things to benefit us. You know, when we look at the story, we're talking about evil and good. When we heard about moving from 111, to me, I'm going to be honest, I thought that was a bad thing. I didn't want to do it. But look at it today, it all happened for a reason. So life comes with choices, but you have to choose the right choice, whether it be evil, whether it be good. So you know, as women, we need to look at ourselves because we are constantly battling, because we're dealing with stuff from the past. The pastor just talked about it. We have issues that we have not let go of. The only way we can move on with these issues to achieve God's will for such a time as now, as this, is to let yesterday go and deal with today. We have to learn to live in the presence. We can't live in the past. The present is what happened today. Start from the day and be anew. If you look at the story of Esther, we talk about the two queens. Queen Vashanti, as you read, it says that she was kind of an evil person, not so nice. If you look at Queen Esther, she's a humble person. She has a humble spirit. She's easy to get along with. So during that shifting, somehow there's a conversion of change. So change means that we also, as individuals, have to change from the old to the new. We don't want to no longer be evil and wicked and meanful. We have to be pleasant. We have to get along one with the another. If you look at Esther, there's so much that we can learn from the story. When I read the story, I'm like, wow. I was wondering why elect lady said we have to do this over again. But now I think I kind of understand some of the principles in life that we needed, we didn't get last year. So I'm hoping that we can get those principles this year and move forward. Because there is truly work to be done in the kingdom of the Lord, but we can't do it where there's confusion. We have to come on one accord, and we have to want the same thing. We can't battle, because you know, that's what 
Satan wants. Satan wants there to be a battle between the flesh and the Holy Spirit. When there's a battle between those two, it's always going to be confusion. So if we can come out of flesh and if we can be led by the Holy Spirit, we can fall things into divine order, and then we can build this place up. We can bring people in from the outside because they will see us as Christians. And they will see that something is happening in this place. But we don't need them to see that something is happening inside this place. We need them to see that that's happening inside of us as Christians, that we're trying to save them from the world outside because we serve a God that is able we have to show them that there's a light inside of us, that there's a change inside of us. We have to show them that there's a fruit of the Spirit inside of us. And the only way that we can have the fruit of the Spirit is if we study our word, seek his face. Some things we're going to have to shut out some things and some people sometimes. Shut it down. We're going to have to seek his face, seek wise counsel. We're going to have to be led by the Holy Spirit. We can't listen to what John, Sally, and Mary is telling us. We got to listen to that voice of the Holy Spirit. We want to build up this place. We got to let people see God. Has God done anything for you? Is there a God on the inside of you? Is there Esther inside of you that's work for Esther to be done? There's an Esther in each and every one of us. We all have a job and a responsibility. I said it yesterday to Minister Watson and to Sister Ophelia. I said the women in here are taking their place. Some of them are stepping out. Elect Lady has been saying it for a long time. We got to come out of our comfort zone. Minister Watson has come out of her comfort zone. She's now teaching the Sunday class. She's using her gift because she knows the word. The rest of us have to find our place. Whatever your gift is, you got to step out and do what God has called you to do. But not what man has told you to do. You have to step out on what God has put in front of you to do. We got to learn how to operate accordingly to the will of God. Don't do anything that Brenda says. Don't do what Donna says. Do what the Holy Ghost is leading you to do. We want to make sure that when we operate, we're operating according to the will of God. Because self and flesh will get you in trouble all the time. All the time. You know, there was a battle going on between Haman and Mordecai for no reason. Mordecai just stood his ground because of his culture. He could not bow. He would not honor. But because Mordecai wouldn't bend, Hammond says, you know what? I'm going to get you. And that's how the flesh kicks in. The flesh says, well, you won't do this and you won't do that. That's all right. I'm going to get you. I'll set you up. So Hammond put out, you know, kill all the Jews. Can you imagine somebody getting upset just because you won't do what they asked you to do. So the Jews were at risk, and Esther had a responsibility on her. So, you know, when you have a responsibility on you, also comes expectation. So those are things that I'm looking at in my life when I read this story. I said, you know, 
I have been placed in this position to work with my bishop because I've been faithful all down the line. I've served in my church for a mighty long time. I never wavered. I never went here. I never went there. I stayed in 111 all my life. I will be in 1122 till we go to the next place. Because you've been faithful, God will extend some blessings down on you. So this is my blessing. This is my royal throne that has been placed upon me. I didn't ask for it. If the truth be told, I don't want it. But I'm learning how to operate in what God has given me because I'm understanding that there's a need for the gift that God has placed in my life. Amen. You know, my life has been shabbles. I've experienced some things. As we go to the women at the well, I'm able to share. And when I do the class, I'm able to expound on some things. But I think the women are opening up and there's a connection because they can sense my story. And that's what we need people to be able to feel and make a connection to what we're doing. So my royal throne is to do the will of the Lord. But again, Esther had to go out and she had to save her people once she got into position. But she just couldn't move. She had to wait. So in order for Esther to save her people, she sent a message out. She said, tell all my people to fast and pray for three days. You know, there's power in praying. When you pray, some things can be changed. You know, so everybody, they prayed and they waited those three days. So Esther knew that she could not approach the king without the permission. Sometimes we step up and we do things that we're not supposed to do. That's not divine order. You have to follow according to the will of the Lord and divine order in the house. So Esther knew that if she approached the king without his permission, there might be some consequences that come that she didn't want to deal with. Because you know, as flesh, we have to remember there's moods, there's emotions, swings and personalities. So when you're dealing with stuff, you have to be very careful of how you handle that situation at that particular time. That's why it's important to pray. That's why it's important to turn that plate down sometimes. You know, when you turn your plate down and you pray, God will answer you. You can hear some stuff that you need to hear. So Esther knew through prayer that she would get a little more courage and she would get a little more strength. So Esther said, okay, I will approach the king, and if I die, let me die. So, you know, we have to be willing to take a stand for what's right. Are willing to take a stand for what's right. Don't jump out into the ocean where you know there's confusion going on and there's a mist of stuff that's not right. Esther took a stand for her people because she knew it was the right thing to do. She knew it had been placed on her to save her people. And the only way that she could save her people was to risk her life. Are you willing to risk your life today to save a people? You know, if you look at the world, there's people that need to be saved. There's the homeless industry. There's children out here. Mother Simmons get up and she talk about the children every Sunday. There's an attack on our children. There's an attack on our black men. 
there's a genocide on our black men. The Jews were first, but the black men, if you look at it today, let's bring it to today's time. Our black men are being attacked just because they are black. Look at the man that was killed. Somebody traveled all the way to New York just to kill a black man. You know, we have to step up. We can step up and handle these situations by going to God in prayer. We can't go out and face everything physically, but we can spiritually line up with God and we can pray. We can line up in this house spiritually and we can pray. But in order to do those things, we have to get our mind right. You have to be in the right frame of mind to do anything. Esther tells us that life is determined by moral living. Moral is like our creed tell us, choose you this day whom ye will serve. Will you serve God or will you serve Satan? Who are you serving today? It's about saving souls. It's about building up the kingdom of God. It's about the God that we serve, knowing who God created us to be. We are born as a king and a queen. We messed it up, but God gave us an opportunity to get it right again. He didn't hold it against us. He gave us opportunity if we turn to him that we could get our life in order. So we have an opportunity to start anew. We can put all that old stuff as women that we're dealing with, our emotions, our pain from the past, bad relationships. We can put it all on the cross. We can kill it. We can learn one another if we talk to each other, if we approach each other. We have to learn that there's a job we must do. We must do. We can't do the job standing back fighting. When we go out in battle, we need to be together. We need to be strong as an army. We need to know that if I do something, you got my back and I got your back. We don't want to go out in battle confusion over here and confusion on the left. We want to go out in battle strong and mighty, knowing that we depend on God, knowing that if we go out in battle, there's deliverance somewhere out there for us. We may not see the deliverance, but we know that God is working it out. We have to understand that God will never leave us nor forsake us. That's why God sacrificed so much, because he loved us. We have to understand that we have to make some sacrifices also. The sacrifice, first of all, is to deny yourself. But understanding also, when you're living for Christ, there's going to be some oppositions. There's going to be some persecutions. Well, we have to understand that God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He said, I will bring peace to you if you go through the storm for me. You know, so we can't worry about the battles that's going on in the world. We have to get on the job that God has placed us to do. We have to achieve the will of God. The will of God can only be accomplished through you, through me, and the rest of us in this house today. In order to build this place up, we all have to support our bishop. Not just Brenda. Brenda has been placed to do one thing, but we all have to do something together to support our bishop. So know your place, do your job, and know what God has called you to do according to the divine will of God. And when you step out, step out on 
out on faith. Step out on courage and be determined that I'm going to do it. If I die, if I die, let me perish. I must do the will of the Lord. Amen.